Yeah. Hey guys, uh, welcome back to the Jamel podcast. We've been away for a little bit. Um, things have been busy. Pat's a nerd. He's been uh, going to school. I'm getting my master's in business <laughs> administration, James. You see that? You hear that? Um, yeah. So, uh, so we're back. We're back. I'm sorry that this is chopping a little bit. I should have uh, should have adjusted the the output of the video. I did not do that. What we have not We're been doing in the interim is getting better, better at yeah, the, getting better. the technical <laughs> setup. Luckily, it's the same. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I think the iPad is still looking for uh, service, or not service, trying to connect to Facebook. So, um, yeah, so we had, to, we had to change things up, and uh, fortunately, as the, as the tech guy, I, I understand how things work, um, so uh, we're able to st- we're able to still play tonight. Um, you know, we got uh, big fights coming up this weekend. UFC two sixteen. I was about to say one sixteen. Um, uh, two title, well, an interim title fight, and what, in my opinion, should be the main event is the the one twenty five um, title fight. Uh, couple other pretty good pretty good fights um and then uh there's there's been some some jaw in between gsp and bisping that it's been pretty fun to watch they got they got a little physical and of course they when they when they said that uh i like i click on the click on the video that they're showing and um they said that biz or gsp got physical or gsp gets physical or something like that and Bisping has got his hands all over GSP first. <laughs> all GSP does is push him away. He's like grabbing the collar of his, his jacket. He's squeezing his squeezing his arm. So he pushed him away. I th- I think that the one who initiated the contact was Bisping. Right. So it was kind of a misleading misleading title. Well, but where did uh, you look it up? Uh, I saw it on I saw it on Twitter or some shit. Yeah. Um. I'm not buying it. I don't think I think Bisping's been in the sport long enough and uh and GSP is a legend. I think those are two guys with a lot of mutual respect who are just playing selling a fight. I guarantee that they're selling it. a fight. You know, uh I mean, Mike likes to uh to get after it. He definitely does. I, I, the only guy that he didn't talk shit about leading up to was Dan. He you did know? when they were uh when they were touching gloves though. He did like yeah. It wasn't like a headbutt, but it was, he, he, it was well, weird. He got in, yeah, they got in each other's face, and he, and he pushed him away with his head. You know, whatever. Um, but he didn't say no, anything before no. the fight. Nothing. Well, um, but, yeah, so uh, wh- I don't know. I don't know how that fight's. I don't know how I keep getting asked about how I think that fight's going to go. And, and Bisping I'm, is a lot bigger than him. He is. I didn't realize how much bigger he was until they stood next to each yeah. other. I GSP is going to have his hands full. That fight isn't going to happen. Oh, that's kind of my worry as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, not worried about how that fight goes down. It's not happening. It, you know, Bisping is not unbeatable. I don't no, know. I, 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 he's he's definitely. He's he's one of the hardest guys to take down because of his the way that he moves, the way that he uses his footwork. Um, and I think that GSP, you know, he's been out for a while, but 
he's also been training. Uh, you know, it's not like he's out of shape. Um, and the way that he trains is he, he trains specifically to exploit weakness against the opponent that he has signed a contract to fight, which is different than a vast majority of us. Um, myself included, I, I've always kind of looked up to that style of training. Uh, Demetrius Johnson seems to do it as well, um, where he's trained specifically for a certain opponent, um, where most of us, it's like, you know, you're, you're, you're still kind of like you're training to overcome the worst. So you, you, you put yourself in these bad situations, you train, uh, and that's it, sometimes that's why guys get hurt is because they they uh, they kind of overdo it. But um, I don't know. I, if GSB performs the way that he's capable of, I I don't I don't think the size difference is really going to matter. I disagree hundred percent. I think that everything GSP does well, Bisping can nullify. GSP is not going to be able to take him down. GSP's lead jab that's been so devastating, uh, Bisping's going to make it ineffective, and he is going to edge out the decision. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't just say no. Give your opinion. No. You old it, douche. It, G- GSP's jab is going to be in his face all night, and he's going to beat him with that jab and then take him down and maul him. No. If that fight happens. <laughs> <laughs> No. Uh, Bisbane it, can't see now. <laughs> that's not very nice. He can't. He can. He Come can on, see. Oh, bullshit. I should go be Mick on him and slap him upside the face and say, you didn't even see that <laughs> you coming. You didn't even see that coming. <laughs> um, cave the side of your face in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. This is, a, this is a tough one. Like, in, I don't know. Uh, Knowing, knowing what GSP is capable of doing, I have a really tough time picking against him. I don't know. It's going to feel good it's when I can <laughs> say I was the only one that was right. That's true. Um, well, you're not going to. I'm going to be the one that's right because that fight isn't happening. That's true. That's probably you're just going to well. talk about it. <laughs> and why, what makes Who you say win? that it's not happening? Because one of them will 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 be hurt. Well, yeah. I don't know. I think it's a good fight for both of them. It's a great fight for, for Mike. It's going to be a lot of money, and it's a great way for GSP to get back into it and mm-hmm. make a whole shit ton of money. I don't I don't see them pulling out. It's It's got a huge upside to, for both of them. What's the downside? Either way. I mean, they both, they both pretty loses much said that they don't. I mean, Bisbing's like, yeah, it's probably my last one. And I don't think, I don't, I don't know what GSP's plan is, huh? I I recall, and I, I might be inaccurate, that he said he didn't really want to fight too much. Like, after that, you know, like, it was, if he lost, he was done. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they, doing it for fun. They, they could both, they could both, this could be both of their last fights. Well, I mean, I, the, Ever. if GSP wins, Forever, cause they have to, if they have GSP to wins, then he's fighting Woodley. Then he wins that fight, he's fighting no, he Connor. No, ha- he's an 85-pounder. <laughs> Did you just say Connor? Yeah. <laughs> He's an 85-pounder. Who? GSP. Well, he can get back to 70s. Maybe. He was retired, so he wasn't under USADA rule. 
G- GSP way, never takes a uh, a real fight again. Like, right, he takes fights that interest him, that get him going, because he doesn't have Listen, to do it for a he, living. He fights I mean, when he wants, he who came he back, wants. He came back for one reason and one reason only, and that's to fight Connor because that is the fight. I mean, if he can come in and beat Bisbing... How does the, the Connor line fight, him up for Connor? He should have come back at seventies then. Beat Nate up, know. and then he could have made a case for fighting Connor. I, I I just don't. I don't know if he wanted to come back to seventies. Well, he'll go you down. Know, to well, 70s the thing is, the, the, the fight with eighty-five. I hope not. The fight with the fight with Bisbing sells better than the fight with Woodley. Yes. Um. So he's going to make more money here, and it, it doesn't matter. I mean, he could easily just then fight freaking Connor and. Well, that's what I'm saying. He'll just take fights that he yeah. wants. He, I don't think he'll be fighting contenders or working his no. way to the top of it anymore. No. He'll take fun fights. Not fun fights. Green back, fights. Greenback fights. Which is fun. No, for it's him. not fun. For him. <laughs> Sucks for everybody else. Yeah. Uh, Does nothing for the sport. No, that's very yeah. true. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. It kind of sucks that that's the way it is, too. I would like, agree with that. You know? Oh, yeah. There's when are they fighting? Um, are they? When are they fighting? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is, I November think or something. I, yeah, I think they're, uh, aren't they the next? Here, since I'm yeah, not. Yeah, you jumped the card. I can't. Uh, we're not talking about two sixteen. Yeah, we're, we're talking about two eighteen. Hey Pat, you're supposed to have the thing up on, in f- on your phone in front of you. I do, but I have the, I have this one up. Okay, so so look it up. Exactly when they're fighting. I'm on it right now. Yeah, two seventeen. Yeah. When? So they're the they're the next number card after this yeah, weekend. Two seventeen, right? Yeah. So there's November. Oh my gosh! 5th, I can't believe we're seventh. Squawking about that, but. Um, Yeah. Friday. So. Nope. Not Friday, October 6th. <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if it happens, um, I think my money's going to be on GSP. And that's, eh, I, don't, I don't know how happy I am about that, to be perfectly honest. Knowing that, you know, because he's not, I don't, I don't think he's back to, to be back. I think he's back to, to cash in. So good for him. But it's still it's uh you're just gonna tie up contenders or you're gonna you know right. tie, you're up, gonna tie up contenders, you're gonna tie up the you know, divisions. We've, we've got a we've got a an interim title fight, you know, in my weight class the, the the champ hasn't defended his title yet and we're pushing we're pushing a year. <laughs> and he's not gonna defend so. the title. Um, Never happening. So we shall see. He's already squawking that he wants to fight Mayweather again. Well, yeah, no, we all saw that. Dad. No, November fourth. Yeah. Thanks, Amr. <laughs> you put it in there six times. <laughs> uh, um. So yeah. So two sixteen. Uh, Ferguson Lee. I honestly, as an interim title, I don't. I know it basically counts as the same thing as a regular title fight, but it sh- it shouldn't go over friggin' DJ. Oh no, not you at know? all. No way. 
Uh, you know, but that's just the way it is. Uh, this is a... Both these guys are super talented. Um, I, listening to them trash talk each other, though, hurts my, hurts my brain. <laughs> Some some awkward things get said, and <laughs> if they're if they're selling it, they're selling it, and good for them. And uh, I mean, I doubt either one of them are making pay per view points. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't get into fighting because of that type of stuff. But uh, like I said, they're both talented. Uh, I I think that Ferguson is is going to beat him. Um, I think he's more well rounded. He's definitely fought better competition, um, but but Lee is dangerous, man. The, the, the kid comes to fight, and uh, well, I'm just, you know, he had a bad weight cut. He did, he did. I so I don't know. <laughs> that could hurt him come tomorrow night. Yeah, I didn't get to see. Uh, I I'd heard about it being bad, and then I was busy all afternoon. I really didn't get to to get in and see like how he looked or anything like that. But I know that it was. It was 19 pounds at the open workout, which is a lot of fucking weight. Yeah. That's an insane amount of weight. You know, 174 pounds. Uh, you know, uh, I've, I've cut, um, probably 13 at that point, maybe I think. Right. Yeah, I've been about thirteen pounds overweight, and never, it wasn't fun. Um, no, I, I try not. to I try to bring it in a little bit tighter than that. Um, but uh, Amr says he looked like death. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I, the thing is, I've come into uh, I've come into fight week less than that, and and looked like death. You know, at weigh-ins, um, they're all different. That's the problem. Is like uh, some of the ones where I've I've cut more weight, I felt better than when I've cut. A little bit less weight, uh, and that's that's the that's the uneasy part for me is not knowing, not knowing how it's going to go. Little bit, you know, little tiny changes, little things that you didn't notice or whatever. You know, there's a little more salt in your food uh, that you know you got out. Not stuff that you made for yourself in the, like the last couple of days can affect you. Um, so it's a it's kind of crazy to to take your your title shot and and uh and make it like that particularly without IVs too man um it's a lot of weight but if the guy does it he does it good for him might hurt him eventually but i feel like that's not a uh, it's not something sustainable i don't know how old is he 24. 24. So he's still relatively young. I believe that. And maybe you can get away with it for a little while, but I don't know. You start getting getting in your late 20s, I, I don't think your body can recover from that kind of weight cut. It's definitely, it. it's gotten harder for me, you know. Uh, I, I tried to take weight off. I mean, I did take weight off um, to make it easier, you know. I mean, for a while there, I'd walk around in the mid 180s upper 180s um during camp and then you know gradually take it down to the low 70s for when i came into fight week um and i i've taken a little bit of mass off because it was getting hard 
and uh, I'd rather feel good. You know, I saw a bunch of talks, people talking about it today on, on you know, Twitter and, and all that shit. Um, you know, the introducing new weight classes and all that stuff. And the, the, the biggest problem I see with new weight classes is that you're going to have champs that are now going to be bouncing around even more. Because, okay, well, you win the 65s, you're going to go to 75, and you're going to go try to well, go down to 55. There again. Like, I think that if that's the way that it goes... That's stoppable, got, too. Well, yeah, all of it's... All, that crap is stoppable, but... But they don't want to stop it, because no. that would be great, then. You could sell, oh, a yeah, three right. a three-weight class yeah. champ, and you can really no, well, build they, that they, up. They, no, they have to stop that. You want to be a three-weight class champ, you, you are the... 55 pound champ you don't immediately go up and get a 65 pound title shot you yeah. go up and fight the number three or four contender then these guys won't go up because oh i might get my ass kicked i'm, I'm going up to try another weight class you don't jump to the front of the line then he could stop it because then they're going to be like well i'm not going to jump up because i'm not getting an immediate title shot i, I don't know it's a it's a tough call again, because to keep it a sport. I mean, because, um, yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, there's there's definitely good good sides to it, doing it. The um, weight classes, yeah, the, oh, the new weight classes. But if they could if they could keep, you know, at least the champs requiring them, right. But then the thing is, is like, okay, well, you. You're required to defend your title at this weight, and you know they at least once or oh, twice. Well, no, they're not, they're not. So we're going to do an interim title, and then the champ's well, going to come back, and he's going to get the immediate title shot. You're required. No, you're required. You know. You're not going up and get an immediate title shot to next weight class up, where you decide to suck down a weight class. You're not getting an immediate title shot. Well, <laughs> sorry, we know, we know that that's not the way it works. We got a bunch of comments on here, and I'm actually being yelled at. Because uh, <laughs> you're not paying attention. Yeah, because I'm not paying attention. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. I'm, Come on. I'm, en- I'm engrossed in conversation here. Yeah, really. But we do need to address that Mike wants to be on me. He wants to be on you? I think that's what it says. Pat, I want to be on you. Yeah. And I'm all right with that. <laughs> like who? Pagano. Oh. I hope so. I think it's in a friendly way, right? Yeah. That's how you're reading it? Uh. Uh. See, and you always yell at me. Oh, yeah, Pat, no, you're not handling well, I'm, comments. I'm trying to we'll catch up. Comments, I'm trying to baby. catch up. All right. Uh, Aaron says that it's uh, it's in GSP's contract that if he wins, he has to defend the belt versus Whitaker or the next best guy. I I like that. Well, there you go. That's, I do like that. See, yeah, there you go. Okay, you're Thank doing you for it. Fact check and the and the the, the nugget make of knowledge. Right, and they make everybody else sign it. The only one he won't do that to is Connor. Mm-hmm. I'm wow. excited for Whitaker to fight again. He really impressed me his last his last fight out. I didn't yeah. get a chance. What is that? Angel Miller needs a joint. <laughs> <laughs> he might down in Brazil. <laughs> uh, um, you know that. So that. So the 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 co-main event. Stop smirking and laughing at Pagano. Saying dirty things to you on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what a whispering um, eye is. <laughs> Demetrius Johnson against Ray Borg. Uh, Why is that not a fucking the headliner? Why aren't we selling the shit out of it? Because 
We've all heard the rumors. Peckerwood doesn't like them. We've all heard the rumors. They're getting rid of the division. Really? See, we have not all heard the rumors because that's have. the first time it's, I it's heard been, it. It's buzzed around. It's insanity. Yeah, that's it's insanity. That's but, tough. You know. Um, I hope not. I I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, it's going to be a good fight. It, you you put on a no. It's a, not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. <sighs> no, Demetrius not. has not been in a boring fight, and he hasn't been well, in a fight that he hasn't tried to finish. No, yeah, he's gonna co- he's gonna he's come gonna, after he's him. He's gonna maul him. I mean, Borg is Borg is talented. I don't think, I, but I just, I mean, look at the look at the records. You got twenty six and two with one draw, and eleven and two. You know, uh, now experience isn't always everything, but you know, DJ's gone in there against everybody, everybody else, and the just top freaking, five guys in the freaking come it. after him like crazy, right? Uh, and uh, and been Spice super dominant at, at 125. And what do you what do you do with Demetrius if you close the division? Uh, he either moves up or he moves out. Now there's a guy that should get an immediate title shot if he moves up. Yeah, anywhere he wants. Yeah, yeah, just for justice. Then he can turn around and say, "Dane, what are you going to mm-hmm. do?" I don't. I don't know. Scratch I'm, this division too. Who knows why they won't sign Shorty? Uh, Sean Satella deserves to be competing with these guys, a hundred percent. Coming off of an extremely dominant win uh, two weeks ago, I think it was. Oh, yeah. um, had like six pies waiting for him in the refrigerator. That's that's how much of a uh, you know a, a staple he is here at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> that everybody's girlfriend makes him a Reese's cup pie. That's uh, funny. I, th- I think it's funny. And that no, one pie that was in there was like delicious. For what he it's definitely worth. deserved a shot. But <laughs> it's funny. Um, it's not the way they roll. Well, you know, uh, th- Sean's thirty-two, thirty-three. Uh, you know, and they have been going in the direction of signing younger fighters, the younger demographic. That's just kind of the way that it is. Um, you know, the, the the way that the UFC ha- has always been is that if you can build demographic for them, they're going to get behind you. When you're five foot eight, brown haired hillbilly from the sticks in New Jersey. <laughs> doesn't really matter what you do when you're vanilla miller <laughs> that's right right um you know so i don't know i don't know what sean has to do he's just got to he, he's fuck out of everybody. he's always in shape he's always ready to go Make i think late. he's like he's a perfect option for them when somebody pulls out they can put him in last minute and he's gonna he's gonna be ready to go. He's gonna put on an exciting fight, and he'll uh, he'll be ready to shine. <laughs> uh, uh, Pagano said that the pie in the fridge is is his. And thank you, Mike, because yeah, it was delicious. He, he ate it. <laughs> it was really really um, good. Uh, next fight, we got uh, Verdum and and Derek Lewis. It's an interesting matchup. It is. It is. I I, I think that Verdum is gonna stop him in the second. 
how with uh, so he's going to take him yeah, down. He's going to either TKO him or or sub him out. Um, you know, I really I really like Derek Lewis. I like his personality. I like his his. Uh, he's hysterical. He's hysterical. Yeah, his, his his presence on social media. He's he's just he's having fun with it. He's he's playing a character, but he seems he's he's a pretty genuine dude as well. Um, He's cruising around in his truck helping people out in yeah, Texas, right? Yeah, it's fucking awesome. It's pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, he's a, <laughs> he's, a, he's a funny guy. Uh, but yeah, I I I, I mean, Verdum has has fought plenty of guys with power, and and I think he's going to be able to get through it. And I'm surprised Verdum is 29 pounds lighter than him. I thought I thought that. Uh, that Verdun was like at the at the top of that weight class, and I don't know why. We saw him yeah. at one of the fights. Maybe it was the city. Yeah. He's fucking gigantic, but that's he's he's a heavyweight. He, he seemed pretty large to me. Yeah. Now I'd like to yeah. meet Derek and see how big he is. Yeah. Um. Morero. <laughs> Morero <laughs> Borella. <laughs> Mara. Mar. Yeah, Mara. We'll go with Mara. All right, you little <laughs> bit. <laughs> And uh, Kalindra, uh, I don't, I don't know enough about them to be. I don't know. They, got, they, they, I know they shouldn't be on. They've the got main card. They've got good records. Why is that, you sexy yeah. son of a bitch? You fucking. I don't know enough about. They like have good records, but this is what the second fight for the one girl in the UFC. I I think you have to, to put it on the main card to give yeah. it some more, uh, some more coverage, more yeah. notoriety. They step up and have a good fight. Good for them, yeah. Seize the opportunity. Carpe the diem. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Jamarca Johnson says that Lewis is going to get murked. Hmm. Yeah. I, you know, the thing is, Verdun's going to come out with that jumping sidekick. Is pretty awesome. They landed on Brown. Verdum right? can go crazy because he's not worried about getting taken down. So <laughs> do whatever that. the heck you want. I love it. Right? Yeah. He's, gives you a lot of freedom. Yeah. Um, Darius Dunham is a good fight, too. Um, you know, uh, Darius has, has made his game a bit more well rounded recently. And uh, Evan Dunham has always been a pretty damn well rounded guy as well. I mean, I think that Darius has the edge on the ground. Um, in like straight jujitsu, but uh, this is a this is a good scrap, definitely a good scrap to uh, to start the card with. <coughs> we can hear you uh, fingering that bottle, Dad. I think they can hear it on Facebook. <laughs> I'm gonna mute you. You're gonna mute. I'm gonna me? mute you. Yeah. Go right ahead. Uh. So what do we got? You have a, a fight coming up, mm-hmm. and you have uh, it'll be your not your first trip to Brazil, but your first fight in Brazil. My first fight in Brazil, yes. Um, I I personally feel like Brazil is like the birthplace of a lot of this, and it, it's pretty fucking cool to get to go fight in Brazil, where it is a whole cool. culture you know, is built up around it. Um, it I apparently I ruffled some feathers when I asked if anybody wanted to fight me. Um, on Twitter, it was uh, it was nice to see that a lot of a lot of dudes wanted to fight me. A couple couple of women did too. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I was looking for people to call up Sean Shelby and say my name. That's exactly what I was trying to do. It's called it's called the gaming the system. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, yeah, when he when he called uh, with the opportunity to fight in Brazil, it's there's a little bit of hesitation because it's like I gotta fly, you know, down to Brazil, and it's not, you know, they don't speak English down there. I don't speak Portuguese, um, so it's not as comfortable a place as you know. Uh, like I fought in England, you know, fighting Canada, or even Australia, flying all the way to Australia. It's a little bit more difficult to get around and do the, do the things that you kind of might need to do during fight week. So it's a little bit, uh, you know, it's a little like fucking Brazil. But at the same time, like you said, it's uh, it's pretty pretty awesome. So I'm I'm excited for it. I think it's a good matchup for me. Uh, you know, Toronto is tough, uh, but. Uh, I think I, I think I got his number, so. Well, you ought to be smart. Who's your corners? Call Henzo. <laughs> you should get Henzo to go down. Henzo yeah. would go. He'd be in. Corner. Should I kick my wife out of the corner? My wife's going to be in my corner. For Henzo, I'd kick my wife out of bed for Henzo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, champ. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you think will be the biggest challenge? Is it going to be getting nutrition, getting workouts in? I think, or? yeah. I think, you know... Um, Getting food that you're comfortable with when you're abroad uh, is is usually one of the more difficult things. Um, you know, basically during fight week, I'll I'll be on like eating fruit and mixed nuts and stuff like that and drinking water. So it's it's really not that big of a deal. Um, but then being able to like kind of replenish after after weigh-ins would be nice. And you know, Brian is my uh, my interpreter. He speaks. A, it's a, Speaks a bit of Portuguese. He's been down to to Brazil on his own, you know. So he's gonna make sure that Amr and I and, and Angel don't get uh, abducted. <laughs> I don't know how he's gonna do it, but because what Shogun? They found him walking down the highway naked. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> so that's fucking Shogun. Um, what the hell is in a jar of mayonnaise, Pagano? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, um, we got asked a little bit ago, um, about shooting any deers. Did we catch any deers? And Pat's upset about this. I'm not upset, upset about hurt. this. I haven't heard from him in I'm like not two... not fucking upset. I haven't heard from him <laughs> Shut in up, weeks. Jim. <laughs> in like two weeks. He's been, he's been hiding from me because... The D's came out, and the first, the first I hope it was worth time it. he ever was in the stand as a bow hunter, he got his first deer. First time he ever had a bow in his hand to shoot a deer. Uh, you know, he's he's hunted uh, with shotgun before. Um, yeah, he's come, done plenty of pheasant hunting with us. Um, but, yeah, the first time ever in the, in the stand as a bow hunter. And he takes a perfect shot. Nails the thing, and I'm I'm pretty pumped for Mike for executing yeah. a good shot for uh, 
getting deer and it's just it's great. It's just great to <laughs> you see, can't see your him, two he's, friends he's, he's accomplishing. He's not happy. Goals. No, I am. I am. I am happy. <laughs> I haven't even, to be honest with you, if I was, uh, I just haven't had any fucking Indeed, time. That potato salad recipe's on its way. Are you kidding me? These would give me that potato salad recipe yeah, so would. fast. Yeah. Give it to Dee's. No, he wouldn't. Yes, he would. No, he would. Yes, he would. No, he wouldn't. He would. <laughs> Tell him he could. Pat would toss his salad for the potato yeah, salad. I'd do what I had to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, all right. We uh we've made a couple test runs and I'm pretty close. I'm missing one ingredient I don't and think I think it's even, the secret ingredient. No. No, there's no way you're close. There's no way you're close. <laughs> there's no way. There's got to be close. like 10W30 on your hands <laughs> while you're mixing it. You know, sawdust shavings from your eyebrows falling in there, tinkling in. Yeah. Um but no, I, I, to to just go back to the hunt, honestly, I feel like I have not put enough time in no, shooting the bow to take an ethical shot at an animal, so I would have had to have been the cameraman, and the three of us in the stand, it would have been tight. It, they wouldn't, we wouldn't fit. It would have been just We wouldn't fit. What was going to happen is you in. were going to, if you would come out, you were going to sit with these, and I was going to solo in the other stand. And then we, we probably would, I mean, we almost had the double that day. We very well might have had a triple if you came. It could have been special. It, it would have been amazing. It would have yeah. been amazing. I don't think you understand what it's like for me to be competing as an athlete in triathlons and to have three kids. <laughs> that those constraints are not I easy. I don't, I don't think I do. You know, I mean, you're you're living this life. It's just you wouldn't get it. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really it's really hard to fit everything yeah, in. It is. Uh, <laughs> I th- I don't think the I don't think fitting everything in is the problem you've ever had, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> not sure what you're referring to, James. <laughs> um, <laughs> It was uh, it was really cool because we uh, were in the stand and um, we had a couple deer come in and Deez is sitting there and I got the camera and he's got his he's got his bow he's got an arrow knocked and everything and I'm like are you gonna fucking shoot one <laughs> and he wasn't wasn't standing up wasn't getting the bow ready he's like oh okay yeah so he like stands up and we're in a, a two person ladder stand. And this entire thing was shaking like 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 a leaf, <laughs> kind of like that. Uh, and then they 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 worked their way out, and then they actually came back in, and he uh, put one right through the pumper. So, um, but yeah, I haven't gotten one yet. I haven't really been able to get out too much uh, because I've been you know trying to coach Pat. In his triathlons, you're a great swimmer, man. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, but gearing up, uh, uh, bear season opens up on Monday. That's exciting. Yep, you got a pretty good spot. I do have a pretty good spot. Yes, I got yeah. the. I got the hook guy's up. gonna lead it in on a leash. Hook up, Dad. Don't even talk like that because all you're doing is, you know, like you're you're perpetuating this silly idea that uh some of these these uh protesters have i actually had the opportunity to um to talk with one of the the game wardens today for a little bit um and he was telling me some of the some of the things that like they'll say to kids that come along with you know if if they shot a bear or if they were there like they're like I mean, basically, I hope you die. Well, you know, you're a fucking baby killer. To, like, children. 
I come out of the woods with my kids from hunting, and we have an animal with us, and some fucking protester. Well, this is at the check station. This is the check station. So, like, they're sitting there, and you know, they it's really it's really kind of fucked up the way they have it. So that they're not allowed to like protest, or the the protest is supposed to be you know from the opposite side of the road, and then they have the check station. Well, then they have an observation area, and it's like this little spot that they get to go stand in and like look at the look at the bears and try to shame. Shame people for taking part in uh, a conservation hunt. You know, uh, New Jersey is the most densely populated state, and we have damn near the most densely populated black bear population in the in the world. And it's only in the, the top corner of the state. Um, so they're supposed to be able to just stand there. Well, then they, you know, then they. They're not supposed to really be protesting from the the observation area, but they do, because it's kind of hard to, you know, silence them, the whole First Amendment and stuff like that. But, you know, just the 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 idea that like you could sit there and tell a kid, you know, like I hope you die, I hope you, you know, basically like giving a kid fucking death threats, fucking blows me away. And and these these people are are they probably woke up ate their eggs they had some beef for lunch I would, they I would walked imagine, down there in their leather shoes I would imagine that you know a majority of them yes but the bear are the problem bear but the bear are the problem unbelievable we should go down and hang hang out in the observation area <laughs> you know what I should eat a couple of garlic bagels and some sausage egg and cheeses and then go stand in the observation area. I like just start that. farting up a storm. I like that. <laughs> um, that would be fun. I'm in. I, I um, go. We'll bring Amr with us because no one's <laughs> going to abduct him. <laughs> no one is going to abduct Amr. <laughs> no. There's got to be somebody easier to abduct. Yeah. yeah. Um, Wait, why is it Amr questioning if I'm really doing a triathlon? What the fuck's that about, Amr? Yeah, because he, you were supposed to be in here training. But... Uh, you know, you're not. So. No. Yeah. What's up, Jose? Um, yes, uh, Ryan. I was talking to Joe. Yeah. Um, so he, I don't even know where I was going. Yeah. So I got the spot, and it's it's like it's exciting. It is exciting. You know, uh, because bear meat is delicious. You need to try it. Bear that bear kibasi that Greg had was mm-hmm. just wonderful. Yeah. I think we should make the entire bear into kibasi. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see how And then go is. back to the check station after <laughs> we've some, ingested the bear ones, kibasi. There's some big ones around there. Um, the, the, the guy that I'm uh, hunting with, Eddie, uh, his mom shot one that was over 700 pounds. That's a yeah. large animal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they had to uh, basically, like, you know, took a bunch of guys to get it out of the woods. Uh, and then the uh, the winch that they had to lift them up onto the scale and stuff at the at the check station wouldn't wouldn't lift it, so they had to get the the backhoe and and pick it up with that. And like, dude, it's a big animal. Um, it's a, and it's a little bit crazy because you can't be in a tree. You're not like removed from the animal. You're going to be yeah. on the ground. Yes, swinging so, an arrow at it. Well, you you can hunt from. Uh, you can hunt from a stand or a blind as long as you're not over bait. You have to be 300 yards or something like that 
from bait. Um, so if you are baiting, then, yeah, you have to be totally out in the open. And, uh, you know, <laughs> where, where, uh, where I'm hunting and a couple of these other guys that I'm hunting with uh, are going, uh, it's right where the, there was a gentleman in New Jersey, I think like two years ago, two or three years ago, um, went into a bear den. And the bear was right near the entrance, and he didn't see it when he went in because, you know, like when you go in from bright to dark, you can't see shit. Uh, and he went into the den and then turned around to come back out, and there stands the bear in front of the, in front of the exit. That's true. <laughs> yeah, so he, uh, you know, like I was telling Eddie, like, um, I didn't hear that much about, you know, like, oh, okay, a guy got guy got bit he got fucked up like he legitimately got fucked up like they had to do a uh like a transplant on the back of his head like he got really? so torn up yeah they did a uh a pig's bladder they put the pig's bladder on the back of his head because hmm. the, the flesh was torn away um and that was a black bear here in New Jersey. Yeah, that was a black bear here in New Jersey. I didn't yeah. hear anything. Yeah, about like that. right around, uh, like Booton, Rockaway, you know that area, uh, Green Pond Roadish. Now I I understand fully that hindsight is twenty twenty. But what was the move going into the no bear idea. cave? I have no idea what the unless idea was one of my going. kids was in there. Yeah. I don't think I'm going in. Yeah, <laughs> not a very intelligent idea, but shit happens. Um, but yeah, so. We'll see. We'll see all the, the the drama that unfolds with the uh, the the protesters as well, because apparently last year they threw some nails in the one parking lot. And they were luckily found before anyone got flats, but it's pretty crazy. I don't. Know, I can't get my head around it. But there's a lot of things I can't get my head oh, around. See, so I can't do that for mountain bikers. No, certainly can't talk about it here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, I would say too that uh, a little bit of a disappointment to the beginning of this hunting season is how warm it's been. Yeah, I, I wanted to. It's got to get cold. You well, it's, go hunting I mean, in shorts this weekend. Yeah, it's pretty nasty. It's way too hot. Way too hot right now. Um, like that's one of the things too. Is like if you know if I got a deer right now, I'd. I'd be forced to bring it to the butcher, you know, because I, I don't have the the time right now to like to be able to just bang it out and and butcher it myself, because you got to do it like immediately. So, uh, and where's the fun in bringing it to the butcher? Right? Yeah, I I agree Everyone with you. Likes that. that work. Um, goes fast with a chainsaw. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> only when you're you were you were like quartering it and stuff like that uh <laughs> <yeah>, so <laughs> I, I need to tell this now uh i got yelled at <laughs> yeah my dad got yelled at by my mother um <laughs> shot a deer and i think i was probably like six yeah maybe you, five five you or six. six karen was four uh and <laughs> There was, what was it, football or wrestling? Wrestling practice. Wrestling practice. So shoots a deer, you know, uh, afternoon after work. Gets, you know, he's not a very good shot, so you know, 
thing probably suffered. Didn't suffer. <laughs> but anyway, gets it home, uh, gets it hung up, and there's only he only had a little bit of time before we had wrestling practice. Um, so to speed things up, uh, he he took a chainsaw to the legs and stuff like that to you know to lop them off and you know. Makes sense. Professional, you know, uh, uh, slaughterhouses use saws all the time. Um, they usually do not have four children sitting there watching <laughs> them. Sitting on the steps <laughs> watching you in the garage. Yeah. My you wife know. hears the chainsaw fired up and my little four-year-old daughter yeah. sitting there and I'm hacking yeah. on a deer. <laughs> you know, the thing is, though, the thing is, though, is it, like, you know. <coughs> so she I, had a little bit of fit on me. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I've brought... Uh, I've brought Amelia and Wyatt over when my neighbor, who uh, has has beef cows and and uh, beef cows, like you know meat cow, you know not not dairy cows, um, and pigs. Uh, he raises raises cows and pigs for himself, really. Um, so then you know when it gets cold, he he, he slaughters a couple, and uh, I've brought the kids over there, mm. you know, to see it and. They've, they've basically witnessed it. And, I mean, they're seven and six now. They were over there last year. Right. I think they were. They might have been over there the year before. Maybe not for the whole part. Like last year, they were there from like start to finish, like <laughs> alive and squealing to <laughs> to packed up and hung. You know, like uh, and they got to witness it. And they know where meat comes from. It's so. it's kind of an important part too. Like right, we teach the you know, kids <laughs> not to to waste stuff and to. To have some respect and appreciate what you have, and this that's yeah. a pretty good lesson on on why you're you're not wasting and, yeah. and where it came from. It's true. Uh, <laughs> Amr says, <laughs> "What what is he Leatherface? <laughs> <laughs> he moves like him, doesn't he? Like Leatherface isn't very quick. <laughs> you know, he's not a not a very fast uh, villain. Who me? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the overalls too? Right. That's true. Doesn't Leatherface wear? Overalls? I, I was never into like the horror movies, but. If if on Monday you do get a bear, yep. we do go to the weigh station, you weigh it in, mm-hmm. what are the chances that we would be able to butcher it in the parking lot? You can wear the overalls and bring a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll do it. I just got some new, uh, what are the 465s in from uh, from Steel at work. So oh, yeah. we, could, we could bring like, <laughs> butcher go real the shit fast. out of him. Yeah, go we could each fast. have a saw. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. Bear Chili is Bear Chili, good as yeah, hell. yeah. Bill Chili, I don't know how Bill Chili is, Bill but um, uh, my old man shot a uh, a bear uh, right before I fought Lozon the first time. It was like three weeks prior to it. He called me up while he was in the woods. I was on my way to practice, and he's like, um, "I've got a bear in front of me. Should I shoot it?" I'm like, what do you mean you have a bear in front? Of you? There's one like 35 yards in front of me. Why the fuck are you talking so loud because <laughs> it was sleeping <laughs> like shoot it i need Just somebody to wake it up so I'm gonna shoot a sleeping bear so we ended up getting the bear and and uh <laughs> we made uh we made sausage uh we had the tender the tender ones and back straps and stuff like that you know you got to yeah. cook it you got to cook it uh well uh which sucks but uh and like steaks from it are, are kind of they're tough to eat Chewy, yeah. but as as my grandfather would have said, it'd be a whole hell of a lot tougher if you didn't have any. Um, but flavor wise, spectacular. Um, 
But, uh, yeah, it is good. Yeah, so I made Jim come out, and he had to throw logs at the bear to wake it up. So I didn't, then it no, got up. No, 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 no. We didn't throw logs. I made noise. Right. I made noise to get it because it was, it was in some – because it knew we were there and, you know, just made some noise so it got out of the bushes that it was in, presented you with a shot. And that was it. It was over within a minute, you know. And then, of course, I had to gut it. <laughs> that's the way that it goes. That's because I don't <laughs> shoot anything. <laughs> that's what you tell me. Yeah. No, that's not what I told you. Well, it is what I told you. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I didn't you say that say I, would, I would, you know, field and dress I, so everything. So I said, then I shoot it, you got to field dress it. Um, yeah, so. So if you're successful on Monday, we could have bear sausage next week. Yeah, probably by the end of the week. Um, for the next podcast, maybe you could get it done for Friday because I'd like to hammer something. Yeah, down. I mean if that'd be great. Okay, I'll work on that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, I'll go get a bear Monday. Yeah. Um, You're gonna help me drag it out. Yep. Okay. If it's yeah, absolutely. Uh, How far away are you? Pounds. I'm just a phone call away. Just a phone call. Yeah, but where are you on Monday? I will be in Fairfield waiting for the <laughs> call. Uh, waiting okay. for a call. Oh gosh, uh, I got a stomach bug. Yeah. I gotta go. One of my biggest customers needs me. Yep. <laughs> can bring, hey, with, I can bring one a, of those Kubotas a, up yeah, with me. Yeah, bring a Kubota yeah, up. Bring a Kubota <laughs> cart or maybe just a mini excavator with a thumb. We'll scoop right. them up and drive them out. Um, <laughs> now, I I prefer not to get into politics. But here we go. On this on this show because... Then don't. I get... Well, Pat asked to do it. No. That's not he true. He basically begged me to do it. Um, you did. You did beg me. Oh yeah. Oh, now I remember. Yeah. When I was like, Jim, please do it. Please do it. Please, please Jim, please do bring it. it up. Um, you know, but uh, yes, Amr, you can be on the podcast anytime you want, bro. Um, she can't play with a beer can. No. Yeah, you can't fiddle with a beer can or uh, a bottle again. He just wants the bear sausage. Um, <laughs> but Pat wanted to talk about kneeling. About kneeling. About kneeling. You I was me. fired, up. fired I up. I did beg you about you that up. one. Yeah, yeah. I'm, f- I'm still yeah. fired up about it. And I know you're fired up. So you can you can give your side because uh, you know I listen. I don't think the the whole like uh, I don't think it's it's as disrespectful as people make it out to be. I personally would, you know, I'll always stand, I'll always take my hand, put it on my heart, you know, take my hat off. Uh, but it is freedom of speech, freedom of expression, and they're they're doing it in a peaceful fucking way. If you play in the road and you get hit by a car, I have a tough time feeling sympathy for you because a squirrel knows to get out of the road. You know, so... I complained about people blocking the flow of emergency vehicles, blocking people from getting to to work on time, getting to work at all. So simply doing a demonstration like that, 
I understand why people are upset about it. I can understand. You know, we, we have we have vets here that that train at the gym and coach and and teach at the gym, and uh, we are always supportive of them. And you know, all those causes and stuff like that. You know, uh, uh, but. It's it, you know, I I don't I don't think that like if you can, if you're complaining about, if you're complaining about a, a type of protest that's disruptful to the public, which is not the way you should be protesting. Like Agreed. if you want to protest something, you protest the government. You don't protest the people. You don't protest other other citizens. Like that's not how you do it. You do it. You do a sit-in at the at the town hall. You you know like. You do a march. You do something like that. The, them kneeling is more in line with what Martin Luther King would have done or what Mahatma Gandhi would have done. Yes and no. And and I think the, the issue that I have with it is it's uh, – I think it was Mark Twain said that you should support your – country always and you should support your government when they deserve yes. it yes. and and i think by I it was mark twain who said it but i know the quote i i think <laughs> i think it was and i'm really hoping now mm-hmm. um i uh by kneeling for the national anthem it's that's your country if you listen if you don't like the policy if you don't like trump then yeah protest that but that's not the that's not the venue if any of those guys taking a knee how many of them think you think voted no. if you didn't vote Get the fuck out of here. You don't get an opinion because you didn't vote. There's there's more constructive ways to, to voice your opinion and to be heard. There are, more constructive, there are more constructive ways to get things done and to, and yes. to, and to create change. What, I mean, what did they call attention to? I don't even – I don't, I I don't think whole, that they accomplished anything the except making got, the news. The, yeah, the whole thing got uh, – you know, uh, Kaepernick was – uh, kneeling because of you know uh, and felt for, that, you know for Kaepernick you got to give him a little bit of credit because he was kneeling before it was cool at least and he had the balls to do it he, and now it's like he did he did do cliche. shit like he did step up outside of that yeah. and you know granted uh, he donated twenty five thousand dollars to the freaking organization the the that the New Jersey State Trooper killer right. that fled to Cuba, her, you know, her daughter, he, he donated money to her freaking thing, which is like, I mean, it's just, it's kind of fucked up um, to be supporting that kind of cause. But he's actually done some stuff in, you know, in in the inner city and stuff like that. I... I don't know. I, I think that a lot of it got, you know, a lot of the other players got pissed off when Trump decided to talk about it. Trump really didn't need to talk about it. He didn't have to. He didn't have to, you know, say anything. But then they didn't have to get butt hurt by him saying they were sons of bitches. I mean, well, like, why I don't wouldn't know. They? Yeah, why wouldn't they? So he calls you a son of a bitch. Well, he's saying that that son of a bitch should be <laughs> fired or get off the field because he's protesting and and the the owners unarmed and the, people getting shot the, by police. And so he's owners. protesting that, and that's the only one he was calling the son of a bitch was Colin Kaepernick because yeah, none of them did it before that. I know. 
Well, so well, they have people the, should they call. Had the right. They have well, the right why, to fire him well, if okay. they wanted to. Right. Absolutely. Well, they did, but he shouldn't tell them that they should fire him. I know that he shouldn't. He shouldn't. I he mean, shouldn't he's be protesting. About that. He shouldn't right. be talking. He was about protesting that, that and making a point like, of that. So what have they done outside kneeling? What have like and and not, you just I think Kaepernick was a good point, and it sounds like he's gotten more involved. But I I feel like it's transitioned to it's not it's not making social change. It's not bringing attention to these issues. It's just this is all anybody's talking about is is kneeling and and a, a feeling of patriotism or however however you want to say it. And then I, you read stuff that there is uh, there's like pee wee football teams kneeling. That's insane. That is that's insane. And that's, insane. that's one of the things that, like, um, you know, uh, sing. I'm going to say it <laughs> right here. I'm not going to attempt. Uh, Damien. Yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, Kaepernick wears a, a, a Fidel Castro shirt. You know, like, fucking, there, there are people that are fleeing and, and have been fleeing Cuba for decades because of communism and the death toll. You know, the amount of people that have died under under communism is ridiculous. And yeah, I, I agree that that's uh, there's there's a there's an awful lot of people, you know, that get upset about, you know, one flag being the 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 Confederate flag. And yes, there, there's definitely should be some, you know, it's not like, Hey, that's the American flag. Do I, do I personally have, it, does it affect me? No, it doesn't. And people died because of that flag. So it has caused hurt. It ca- it has caused death, but then the same people that get upset about that don't get upset about somebody flying a friggin' hammer and sickle flag flying a communist flag when how many fucking millions of people have died in the name of communism like and, and maybe that's that's my bigger issue is i don't believe that we're tackling it intelligently no, and i don't and think we are it's everybody's uh i i saw this little video i i i it, uh just just before i was setting up here um this gentleman was talking about like the the social Social humans, or uh, uh, it's like social media. What the hell do you call it? I don't know. But he was talking about how like there are people who their their entire uh, social life happens on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and it feels like people have become that. Like you're so. I mean, it's, people are so quick on on any of those media sources to. To, to jump on somebody to say, oh, you should kill yourself, oh, you should die, all oh, this crap. And it seems like that's, you know, you're, you're getting rid of the, the actual human side. Like, it's so, it's so easy for somebody to just, oh, well, you know, you make, this, you make this decision on someone just because of their opinion that they posted on their fucking Facebook wall, and oh, they're, they're life's worthless, you know. I think, too, it, like a, a really important point is like at the end of the day, so if what we're protesting is the is like a perceived uh, racism and injustice with the police, it, then maybe we need to 
as a as a community, you could reach out and let's get involved in some police that police athletic leagues. Like that would make a serious difference. If one of those guys as a professional athlete, a professional football player said, we have a problem here. I want to start a police athletic league in in an inner city and mend this relationship. That's fucking huge. Kneeling for the national anthem. What? But it got people talking about it. It, it. Rosa Parks sat in front of the bus. It took another six, seven years for everybody to say, well, let me do let me do that. I mean, it has to start somewhere. So it starts with Colin Kaepernick to get the discussion open. LeBron James has given $45 million to inner cities in Ohio and, and police athletic leagues and all of that. I mean, he's done tons. They do. <laughs> I mean, they, they do put the there effort are, in. There are, definitely, there are definitely the guys that do put the effort in. Right. And do the, the other things than just take a knee, you know, during the national anthem. I think one of the things that they lost in that whole fucking thing is their impact on on kids. Right. You know, I saw a picture of some teenager kneeling at the fucking uh, Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Like, I mean, granted, hey, man, freedom of speech, and but why? Why are you kneeling? Like, what? They were doing it for a singular purpose. They were doing it for this one thing, and the, the, the NFL players kneeling during the national anthem was to, to bring awareness to, you know, uh, African-Americans, black, black, black men being shot, you know, unarmed black men being shot. Uh, so why, why, is there a, why is all of a sudden, you know, somebody kneeling at this other thing, or some, why is a Little League kid kneeling? Like, the message just got, it got lost. It did, and, and but why was, I just, I don't understand, like, I think that we live in the greatest country in the world, and I, I was not in the military. I have a tremendous amount of respect for people in the military. My Both my grandfathers were in the military, and I think that there's some respect that you need to have and some appreciation for the freedoms that we have in this country. And that means that when the national athlete, when the national anthem plays, you stand up. You stand up because we are very lucky to be here. We're very lucky to have what we have, and and there are people that sacrifice their life so that we can go to football games. And when they play that national anthem, I think of those people and I stand up, and I will every time. And and in my mind, when you kneel for the national anthem, you're you're kind of like spitting on the face of the people that gave their lives to get us here. And I don't, I don't think that's the message I want to send to my kids, and I don't think that's the message that professional athletes should be sending. Absolutely, there is social inequity that we should get behind, and it sounds like a lot of these guys are, and I think that's fantastic. But to me, that is not the protest, and it bothers me. So, and it's okay that it bothers. It's you. okay that it bothers it's okay me. That it bothers right. you. That's we're that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. And I I gotta say I'm gonna give a little <laughs> bit of credit to Kaepernick because he at least put it on the line. He had the balls to do it. And now you got Ray Lewis who was criticizing Kaepernick. Now he's kneeling. Get the fuck out of yeah. here. You got your mind now that it's yeah. cool. You're you're jumping down there. Ridiculous. That's all I'll say about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I I don't do I want to get into the latest one. <laughs> That's where I thought you were going from the beginning. Yeah, and I'm not you know, sure you do. Uh, I'm going to say it. 
you know, and obviously, if you guys uh, listen to this or you you follow me, and freedom of speech, they can turn it off. They can turn it you off. Don't like That's it. That's right. <laughs> can turn it off. Turn it off. Uh, turn the channel. I I so listen to Joe I, Rogan. <laughs> I support the Second Amendment, uh, just like I support the First Amendment. Um, because without the Second Amendment, you wouldn't have the First Amendment. How about the Thirteenth? I don't count that high. <laughs> 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 um, you know, obviously, what happened in, in Vegas was uh, just disgusting, and, and you know, I, I've—I don't even know how many times I've fought in Vegas. Six, six times, seven times, something like that. More, yeah, like, at least. You know, stayed I mean, at the Mandalay, yeah, ma- uh, quite a few times. Yeah. Like it's just it, and, and I'm sure that even you know, uh, people yeah, that we had that to be haven't there haven't times. been there. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's just my fights, not alone, not Dan's yeah. fights, not right. times I've been out there for, right. you know, the expos and stuff like that. I mean, it just, uh, it's, it's messed up. And it, the the, what I always seem to see, see after these things happen, and and it doesn't even matter what it is if it's something like this where you know there's a there's a shooting, or even. A boxing match, like Mayweather McGregor. Everyone thinks they're an expert, and I'm not an expert on on firearms. Uh, you know, I like to shoot. I I know my way around uh, firearms, um, but I, I was I was uh, somewhere today, uh, and. There was there was a couple people that are that were uh, like pro Second Amendment and all that stuff, and but they're still they're they were talking about bump fire stocks and all this stuff, and they were talking like they they knew what they were, and they they clearly clearly didn't, you know. And I and I the problem with that is you you go you go watch TV and you hear all these words and you. You think they know what they mean because somebody tells you what they mean, but that person doesn't know what the hell they mean. You know, like you, the I, if somebody busted through that door right now, I'm going to look at you guys right now. If somebody came in here, I would much rather that they have a bump fire stock on their firearm than not. Um, because of the way that it works. All right, the receiver and the barrel actually move backward. It's like holding a shake weight. You know what it is? Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously it was a, 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 a he was just volleying shots, and it made him go a little bit faster. But it could have been worse. You know, uh, the, a very small percentage. There were twenty two thousand people there. Uh, it was like two percent got hit. You know, it could have been worse. And what? Uh, so uh, a friggin' less than half of a percent passed away, and that's too many. That's absolutely too many. Um, but it could have been worse. And I, I don't let you know. Here's a here's a piece of furniture for the gun, and now everybody's like, oh well, they should be banned. There's the there's a reason why in New Jersey that a collapsible stock is is not allowed. Uh, 
you know, because all of a sudden they think that a collapsible stock makes it, you can take an inch and a half off of a, off of a firearm and then it becomes a ghost gun and disappears. I think it's a, uh, I think it's a, a very simplistic argument, and it's intellectually dishonest, but it's easy, right? You could vilify something. Mm -hmm. So you can say, oh, my God, he had this bump stock, and that yeah. made it. that Those shouldn't be illegal. There's no reason to have them. And, it, you know, it, when you get down to it and you understand it, it doesn't make the firearm more accurate. I don't think it makes well, it the firearm make it more accurate, deadly. It, it definitely helped him in his purpose. Uh, I mean, definitely. It, it is. I mean, because it enabled no, him to fire a lot faster. Not now, I could take an AR with a rubber band and a ballpoint pen and turn it in and it would shoot just as fast no. <laughs> okay, as <got> that. <laughs> no, because no. then you're making a bump trigger. No. They have no. gloves out there that you can put on now that will. <laughs> Listen, but no, hold on a second. MacGyver. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. See, because that was one of the things that I heard overheard today. Is somebody said, "Oh yeah, well, you know, my my buddy, you know, like," and he started whispering. He's like, "Oh, you know, my buddy, uh, he, you know, he took his AR and he and he turned it into into a full auto by by filing down the firing pin." Well, no, and, <laughs> and that's the problem. Is like, okay, I mean, you start dicking with the fire firing pin, okay? You're you're saying things that you're not gonna. Don't don't say that you're gonna you're gonna make a friggin' AR shoot as fast as a bump stock, or as fast as fully auto with a rubber band and a ballpoint pen. That okay? you're gonna bump the trigger. What is a what does a bump stock do? You can it bumps the trigger. You can shoot on the recoil. Sim you can shoot similarly from your hip if you just put your finger inside well, the trigger. Well, that's yeah. But I mean, listen, you can hold the you can hold an AR no, soft on your but, shoulder and get it to do that no, too. You, no, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. But you, you're I, just, I you, think you probably could. You, no, well, you, you can. Could. Yeah. No, you could. <laughs> just because you've shot your your over under shotgun twice in like a half <laughs> no. a second because it it, it malfunctioned. Uh, but yes, they're not accurate. I mean, that's no. why military and only have a three burst. No, no, they're no, not they, full they're, auto. No, no, no they, they, in order to be called a an assault rifle, by definition. It needs at least burst fire. Right. They have full auto on the M the the M4, the MP5, you know. All those firearms have full auto. They're just taught to not shoot like that because it's less it's accurate. harder to control. Right. And it causes malfunctions more often. Right. But you it's know, it's just it's an easy argument for the it news is. to vilify the bump it stock. Is. That's and not the problem. You know, and there was a, there was a shooting at a church a few days prior to that. You know, and that doesn't get talked about because, you know, it didn't fit the. You know. Wouldn't sell commercials. Yeah, well. wouldn't 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 uh, wouldn't sell well. So. Uh, you know, I, one of the things that that I see uh, from all this um, is that there is a serious, serious problem. And I don't know if it's just in this country or what, but there are a lot of fucking people that do not respect human life. Oh, well, that's it. This guy was rich and 
had money, he would have done it some other way if he couldn't have uh, gotten guns. You know, and it's not even like obviously this 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 gentleman was a psychopath. He was on apparently he was on psychotropic drugs, which just is like just is like a, a vast majority. Of another these, problem. Another in problem. This country. Um, you know. Uh, but it's not even it's not even him, and that's where I'm getting at with this. It's not even him. You have you have friggin' some former CBS employee saying that, oh, well, I got no sympathy for those people because most country music listeners are Republicans and they deserve to die anyway. Like, how the fuck does somebody think that that's an appropriate thing to say? She what? She posted it on her social media, right? I, th- I think so. It like, I, you know, I, I don't. And it and it brings me back to freaking the 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 animal rights people wanting death and threatening death to children or somebody that posts a picture of a fucking deer. Like, do you eat meat? Yes, you eat meat, but you don't eat cute meat, apparently. You know, like, but that, so that person should die. You know, fucking uh, was it Sinatra? Was it Sinatra's? One? Uh, I don't know. Some some other, you know, married to some celebrity. Decided to say something similar that oh you know anybody that uh, any any member of the NRA should be uh, put in front of the firing squad. <laughs> fucking well, that's fucking crazy. Easton's a life member of the NRA. <laughs> Mother motherfuckers four years old. Yeah, <laughs> you know like fuck you, bitch. The the the. I mean, I'm. I'm okay with I'm okay with violence, believe it or not. I'm okay with violence, you know? Uh and and I'd I'd be okay with committing violence if the if the 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 need arose, you know? I I step into a cage um for a paycheck and because I like to I like to test myself. But I'm never going to wish death upon somebody. I'm never going to hit somebody. I'm never going to choke somebody because they have a different political view than me or they own something that they could potentially do harm with, like a hammer or a knife or a car or a gun. You know, like, I, I, I don't know where it happened. I don't know when it happened, but it's, it seems like fucking this shit, social media. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly, it seems You're like running that, a podcast. On I'm running a p- media. podcast, but I, I feel <laughs> like I feel like social media is kind of kind of what has uh, degraded. You know, it, it insulates us. It it's, it does. It's almost it's like, like you know how if you're in line, if you're in the bank line, right, and somebody Nancy Sinatra, that to, was it. Yep, Nancy. Yep. If you're in the line for Bitch. the bank and somebody wants to get in front of you or somebody slides in between you, they say, excuse me, there's almost never an issue. If you're in line for a merge, people are honking mm-hmm. and cursing because they're, they're insulated in their yeah. car. And that's social media is that times 10. Mm-hmm. Right. If we were all sitting in the same room, people wouldn't say oh, yeah, shit no. like your kids should die. Yeah. But they're insulated. And then you have people who, like you said before, their entire lives their entire social interactions are on the internet, and they're not getting that real face to face, and it's it's distorting it. 
But I, I think the biggest point and, and that you made, and that's really important to hit home, is that this isn't a legislation issue. This isn't, no. uh, we should make something illegal. This is a cultural issue yes. that has to be addressed fundamentally. It's not about outlawing something. Because it's people have that will and that motivation, and that's what has to change. Not, not the tool that they use, because it's just a tool. And if one's not available, another one will be. Exactly. You know, like, uh, oh, man, there was somewhere I was going to go. I can't remember where. Sidetracked the shit out of you. You did. You sidetracked because you're like, you know. I was passionate. You were. You were. <laughs> uh, shit. Um, help me out here, Pat. Somebody talk about something. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm just pumped that Jose pulled Nancy Sinatra out. That's, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. He's got to be our fact checker from now on. Fucking spot on, Pat. Thank you. Yeah, Michael. yeah. Um, oh man, it was something about fucking where something, you were going. Something with, deep. Yeah, it was. It was something deep. <laughs> something deep about like isolating and, and insulating people. Um. At the end of the day, though, it, it's a it's an a disingenuous argument to say that. It's we need to make guns illegal. We need to make bump stocks legal. Mm. Murder's illegal. Murder's that, illegal. That didn't yeah. stop them. Uh, fuck, it's right there. It's like right there. I need I need somebody to tickle I'm my gonna, brain. I'm going to tickle Acquiring you. that many firearms and getting bump no. stocks made it easy no. for no. him to do it. So what you're Dad, saying then is Dad, if you want to go buy a tank if there is tomorrow enough, to drive no, down Route no. 80. If there is enough hate... If there is enough willingness well, to I get kill that. people, I get that. Nazi Germany, Nazi easy. Germany built up a motherfucking arsenal to to def- basically defeat Europe in twenty years while under sanctions and embargoes and all that shit. And how the fuck did they do that? Because they really wanted to fuck shit up. And let's look at let's look at Timothy McVeigh. Like, he didn't touch a firearm. How many people did he kill with fertilizer? Should we make fertilizer illegal? Should we make it hard to buy fertilizer? No. You got to get rid of the military because that's where he was trained. <laughs> so I, I just I just think <laughs> they the, taught him how to do the that. gun the gun the gun problem. He could have driven his his pickup truck loaded with uh, you know propane in an open flame into the crowd and probably killed a lot more people. It's it's not a gun issue. It's a cultural issue and I think it starts at home. And I think it starts with how we w- raise our kids and how involved we are with them. I agree, because I only ever wanted to beat up my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I turned four, I did. <laughs> and then when he turned 34, he might be able to do it. Uh, might, just might. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it was fuck. It was something about. <laughs> it's gone now. It you is not gone. It, it is gone. not gone. It's something about. Gone. Hey, like, thanks for joining isolate. us. Yeah, thanks for joining <laughs> us. It's something about isolating. Uh, you need to go back. Run me back. <laughs> I gave you that I, beautiful bank car example. Yeah. Uh, the that really was what was kind of what it was about. So I'm just going to start spitballing here. <laughs> this should be <laughs> it's gonna come exciting. Back. <laughs> and it is about like that that isolation and and you know uh we 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 make comments on Facebook and Twitter and you know like 
you're 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 happy with it and you're so quick to just boom get it out there into the world oh that's what it was it's about conditioning that's motherfucker that's what it was about got it yes <laughs> this better be good because you built the shit out of it it's about conditioning as well okay and in this instance it it didn't uh it didn't necessarily you know i don't really know enough about this this twat that committed these acts um but uh Call him a beautiful name. <laughs> um, we're like we're conditioned to 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 do it. It's so it's so natural to to be like, oh well, you know, go go kill yourself on Facebook. Uh, go, you know, uh, you deserve to die. Oh, uh, you 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 voted Republican. You voted Democrat. Oh, you you've got more melon in your skin than me. You deserve to die. Like, it's fucked up. It really is, you know, and, and racism was always fucked up. And now it's like, now now politics is getting just about there. It's like, oh, we just about? Well, yeah, basically. <laughs> you know, like, oh, well, all, all Trump supporters should deserve to die. Like, and it's gotten to the point where it's so natural for people to say it on the Internet that they're actually thinking it in their fucking head. Like one of the when it comes to when it comes to conditioning, what I was thinking about is that the 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 uh the movie theater shooting. Okay? You've got people in this dark fucking room, you know, and loud movie going on and we we as a society, you know, we watch these movies that kind of desensitize us to violence. They do, not kind of, but they do. And what are you doing while you're watching fucking gross shit happen sometimes, you know? You're sitting there. You're sitting there watching. You're not doing anything. You're not moving. Your heart might race a little bit, but you stay still. You don't, you don't fucking move. And then when things happen... Like, you know, there's, there's the, the picture of the guy flicking off the, the, the shooter, you know? And it's like, granted, he was probably drunk. And there's part of it that's like, hey, yeah, go for it. There's another side that's like, dude, help somebody. Stop fucking around, like, and help somebody. You know, there, there are people getting shot around you, and you're, you're not doing anything. You're sitting there. Just like you've kind of been trained to sit there by watching movies and watching TV shows and and all that shit, you know. Like the the thing right now is Dan Bozarian, the the king of Instagram, is getting his fucking ass struck through the fucking mud, and he deserves it. He does deserve he it. Deserves I gotta it. agree with you. <coughs> like, what would he do? He was at the he was at the concert, uh, and. You know, he, he pretty much carries everywhere he goes, but he doesn't, he, you know, he's not supposed to carry in there, and he was drinking and all that stuff, so he wasn't carrying. Uh, so he, you know, he ran, and he's, like, fucking Snapchatting, Instagram, living, you know, oh, yeah, I just, this girl just got shot in the face right by me, and, blah, you know, and like, I'm going to get a gun. Help somebody, dude. Right. Help somebody. Like, I mean... Well, you see that all. I mean, he was. He's just. People want. You know, that's. Gets me is. 
fight breaks out or anything happens, people immediately take out their phone yeah. and start taking it's photos. Oh, let me get this on video. Because they want to go on there and post. Oh, I'm the first one who put up the video. Yeah. I'd, I'd you know, I think Bilzerian, it just, it just blows up like what a fake personality and you know the guy's always posting himself shooting and has proposed himself as a as a tough guy and he didn't do anything to help anybody no and, and he got called out for it and you know by fucking medal of honor winner fucking yeah. dakota meyer too which is like <laughs> yeah. None, you know you're saying back yeah you can't say you can't say shit back to him nope you know that motherfucker ran to the fight and and there like, was a, like Jose a lot just pointed out there were there were there were people laying on laying on top of other people plugging bullet holes with their fucking fingers, yeah. And compassion. You're running. And you're running back to. You not know, only like, are you running, but you're you're using this scenario to boost your Instagram. Yeah. yeah no, it was just disgusting. Yes. Just a disgusting display uh, of cowardice and just complete callousness yeah. for human life. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Too much. Exactly. <laughs> I wish you could have seen his face when he said That's that. That's how I see it. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you know, but like that. That's also a guy that he, he was. He was just helping people out too in in the hurricane. You know, so it's like he he's done some some good things, and you know, I commend him for that shit. Guy's driving deuce and a half around in the fucking floods, you know, and shit, which is awesome and saving people and helping people, but. You know, and and I give him credit where credit is due, but here's a situation where you could have helped as well, and you know, and you you didn't, and it was you, like you said, you kind of used it as a for publicity, which is gross. Agreed. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I had another thing, and I I kind of lost it. <laughs> Oh, Pagano says he may have dropped some people off at the hospital when he went and got his gun. New show, uh, nah, nah, new video today shows that, that was a lie. He went up to the cops. Stop posting so I can read this. He went up to the cops trying to ask them for the. I saw that part. Yeah, where he's asking, tell, uh, trying to tell a cop to give him his gun. Yeah, and the guy's like, "Fuck out of here." <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know, man. I, I we. I think you're you're absolutely right with it. It uh, the way we need to change it needs to start like at home, you know. I I don't know. It's it's scary. It's scary that uh, you can. But then again, like I guess it's not anything new. I guess that the the. I mean, holy fuck! People people stab each other at fucking football games. Because somebody's wearing a different jersey, you know. Well, that's the only thing with but, with gun laws and but, guns is it gives them more bravado. Well, because that it's they a, feel it's a, it's oh, a tool okay, for, it's a tool I of got, intimidation, right? You know, and, and that's one of the things. That's one of the things about it is that these people weren't attacked; these people were assassinated, right? And there's a much different. There's a there's a huge difference between a, an assassination and an attack. You can come into the gym. And I can teach you how to deal with somebody if they're attacking you, even with a firearm. If they're attacking you and they're trying to use that as a, as a tool to manipulate you and intimidate you, we can deal with that. 
If somebody's trying to assassinate you, you're not going to have that opportunity. You're going to be dead. You know, there's a reason that the President of the United States has the Secret Service, which is huge manpower and all this stuff to protect him. And, you know, and, and other people as well, not just him. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. And I also saw something where it said that, you know, um, you know, somebody said something that like, oh, guns, guns don't make you any safer and all this stuff. But that's, I completely disagree with that. Guns make you safer. And it's not necessarily, it's not necessarily using it. It doesn't have to be using it. It's the willingness to use it in self-defense that makes you safer. I've trained with plenty of people that, like, trained Krav Maga or something like that. You know, guys that had trained for a while. And in a one-on-one fight, that shit's not, you know, against somebody that's trained in, in jiu-jitsu and Thai, that shit's not working. But does it make you, does it make you safer? You bet your ass it does. You know, uh, a 100-pound woman that's training Krav Maga is going to be safer than a 100-pound woman that's not. Just and having not, a game plan. And, and yeah, exactly. And not because of her techniques. It doesn't have anything to do with the techniques that she's learning. So it doesn't have anything to do with actually using that gun. It's like, hey, I've got this four-pound piece of steel and plastic digging into my fucking hip bone every goddamn day. Should I walk out into this dark parking lot? With that suspicious car over there? Or should I, you know, or should I wait? Or should I, should I make this decision or should I make that decision? It's like, like tying a string around your fucking finger, except it might shoot your dick off. <laughs> like, you know, it makes you, if you train to use it, it's going to make you make better decisions. And it's the same thing with the martial arts. They're going to make you make better decisions. If you, if you train to get out of a mugging, if you train to get out of, you know, uh, a situation where somebody attacks you, you're going to make better decisions so that you don't enter into those situations as easily. The, the other side of that, too, though, with it making you safer is if, if I break into your house and you don't have a firearm and I don't have a firearm, I don't steal anything from your house, right? It's not even close. If I break into your house and I have a firearm and you do not, I take whatever I want from your house. Right? Unless you you're, you could do I see you coming, you <laughs> could do a bunch of flips if I can if I can aim my gun, I I break into your house. Mm-hmm. So, if you have a firearm and I have a firearm, now the the playing field is leveled. And that's how it makes you safer. And I I think if if you were able to say, you know, hey, let's let's make guns disappear, that you could you could have that argument, but that's not an option. So, guns exist. That's not going to change. And we use guns for, you know, I really enjoy target shooting. We really enjoy hunting, and those are great, healthy uses of guns. And another great and healthy use of a gun is is home protection. And it's uh, it's an option, and if exercised with responsibility, it's it's fantastic. And there's nothing you can do to make up for that if you don't have one. You can train Krav Maga, and you can have everything in place, but if somebody is down your hallway with a firearm and you don't have one, you're in trouble. It's true. You know, and sometimes you see the uh, uh, the argument made, like, well, if you if you just comply with them, you know, it it. 
you know, it tends to, you know, if they're just there for your TV, it's just there yeah, for your TV. Aren't you a little paranoid? What do you mean? How many people you know got their house broken into? That it, around, you know, I mean, and what? somebody came into their house with a firearm. Actually, how many of, of your relatives? How many people yeah, do you? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It it absolutely happens. It doesn't matter. Well, I know it. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely happens, but it doesn't happen that often. It doesn't. But so <laughs> there's a lot of things that don't happen that often well, that we prepare so for. You don't get in a car in accident that Norway, often. But do you if have the car stars insurance? Hit the moon, you ain't got to worry about it. Do you have car insurance? I mean, there's a lot of ifs. <laughs> do you have car insurance? Sometimes. Do you get? <laughs> it's true. I'm asking <laughs> the wrong person that question. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't happen all the time that we prepare for. Right. That's just one of those things. Just one of those things that yeah. I prepare for, if just in case, I got I have they, fifty gallons of water in my basement just in case I can't get it. I don't ever remember a time in history when people died because they couldn't have access to water. But it, should well, that come <laughs> up? Plenty of times. Yeah, yeah. It's happened. Plenty I'm of saying times. in my history <laughs> that I can remember, but I uh, have it because I would rather have it than not. And you know, it. Because I, I still don't lock my doors. I know you still don't lock your doors, but you shouldn't say that on Facebook. <laughs> what the hell I give a shit? <laughs> Let them come. I got creaky stairs. You got creaky I'll stairs. I'll throw your mother out. And a, and a, and a bitchy little dog. <laughs> <laughs> and a bitchy little dog. Uh, you know, it it doesn't matter that, okay, well, he doesn't know somebody. Like, yeah, but it doesn't, the, it, that doesn't necessarily matter because all that matters is. Okay. What happens it when it does? It does. Right. What happens when it does? You know. Well, do you do we realize that? Okay, there's twenty or there's no, there's thirty six thousand gun deaths in this country every year. Thirty six thousand. Thirty six thousand. No. 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 Thirty six thousand, no. and out of them, twenty three thousand are suicides. Not gun violence. Most gun violence, most gun deaths are suicides. Okay. So, I mean, it, it's, you know, it's not that prevalent that, you know. What are you talking I mean, about? well, because I'm saying, uh, oh, we need more guns. We need more guns. No, I didn't say we need more guns. I'd like access. I, I'd, I'm a total. Here's, I mean, here's a, I'm a here's, hunter. So, I'd, yes, I I'd like have to be able to. I, to I live in New Jersey. We live in New Jersey. I'd like the opportunity to be able to carry. I would like to carry. Because the way that I look at it is I never, I, I'm never thinking like, oh, well, you know, um, if if something happens and somebody comes in, you know, I want somebody to, to only have a, a bolt action rifle because then as they cycle the bolt, it's going to give somebody else a chance to do something. It's not about somebody else. Right. It's about me. It's my responsibility to keep myself safe and my family safe. And I want every single advantage that I can have if that op- or that uh, you know scenario ever plays out. So yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't happen that often, at least around here, that people are breaking in and shit like that. You know, we we have relatively low crime. I'm going to fact check the old man now. Okay. So in 2013, there were 33,636 deaths due to injury by firearm. Mm-hmm. Of those deaths, 
only 11,208 were homicides. Yeah. Right. 21,000... Were suicides. 175 were suicides. Right. That's a staggering statistic that I was sure you were wrong yeah. on. Right. Yeah, I mean... For being as old as he is, he's got a very good memory. And the problem is, is most of those are <laughs> one of the one of the news outlets age, was right. Most of those are my age, old men that killed themselves. <laughs> That's crazy. It's you know sixty five, you know sixty year old. I don't, I forget what it is, but the majority of suicides are older men. Another interesting statistic is that only 67% of homicides in the U.S. were used by, were committed with a firearm. Yeah. Mm. So two-thirds. Hmm. Two-thirds. Well. One-third strangulation, stabbing. I, 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 I mean, it really doesn't matter. It really, you know, like, you will... Because it always, you know, comes back to the the gun ban and all that stuff, and um, you will stop crimes of passion. Like if you were able to instantly get get rid of guns, you'd stop. You know, okay, well you walk in on your spouse banging somebody else and murder suicide. <laughs> right. You're gonna stop that. I tell you what, this might uh, not be a popular opinion, but if God came down, sat right next to me, and said, "Press this magic button, and there will be no guns anywhere." In the entire world, I'd hit the button. Yeah. We could still hunt with bow and arrows, yeah. and it would be great. I would hit that button in a second. I, I, I enjoy shooting, but, like, that, and that's the thing is, you know, uh, cocaine and heroin are legal. This is the United States of America. If, if it can be sold, it'll be here. Absolutely. So you could, you could make them illegal for, you know, every citizen to have. They're still going to be in the hands of people. Uh, they're still going to find their way into the country. Sure, sure they will. And like I said about the fucking Nazis, the, the gun hasn't changed in 50 fucking years. 50 years. Like, since, since the development of the AR-15 and, and the AK-47, everything else has been kind of small. You know, yeah, you came out with your, your, your Palmer, you know, firearms, the Glock and stuff like that, and different, different types of, you know, handguns, and you polished up the, the AR and stuff like that. But they've relatively remained the same. The AK-47 has like nine moving parts or something like that. I mean, with, with a CNC machine and AutoCAD, 3D printing. 3D printing, you can get away with most of it, you know? But, and, and, and some raw materials, you can, you can do it. With a mill and a lathe. Easily. And a drill press, you know, like, you can, you can still do it. Like, like you'd have to, you'd have to have that magic button, and boom. Rashab's got a great point. He said the government can't stop drug trades in prison. Yeah. How the hell? Or even could weapons. We, yeah. Guys how make fucking f- crossbows and shit. How the fuck could we stop it nationwide? Mm-hmm. Excellent point. Um. Yeah. So, I guess we'll we'll we we've we've we dove into this one pretty good. So yeah. um, we went deep. We went in deep, uh, deep thought, um, and uh, we're gonna call it quits there. Uh, really, the biggest thing is fucking love thy neighbor. 
truth. <laughs> you know, man, you only get. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was talking. I was talking to people. No, I, I was talking to Shorty, <laughs> and I was talking to Shorty about it, and he's like, he's like, you know what, you know what the Big said, man. <laughs> he's like, he's like, there ain't no coming back from that. And that's exactly it. You know, like you, I mean, the 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 willingness. Uh, the willingness that we have to 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 just say like oh well, I hope you die or you know all fucking people that wear purple should die Pagano um you know like it it's ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous and there's only you know life's fucking precious man and I'm getting deep here bro you are and uh, it needs to be said it needs to be said I love you guys I love you sick viewers. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys uh for putting up with us and uh we're we will be back next week we're not gonna see you next week away, so with some bear sausage only yep. if i'm here have a good one